thank you for joining us on Rama for Today. But I notice me and, I, and one of the other pastors, I don't know, I lost track of him. But the other pastor, I preach for him. He is older than me. He's going to be with the Lord now because he's about, I guess, nearly 80, 90 years old. <laughs> Hallelujah. You know, it pays to obey the scripture, whether your husbands or wives or children. Amen, doesn't it? Amen. Praise God. Thank God. So, submitting yourselves one to another. You are listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan and his series on the Spirit-Filled Life. Actually, the Greek word translated submit yourself to one another actually says listen to one another. And when it said wives, submit yourself to your own husband, it said listen to your husband. Didn't mean for your husband to dominate you. I had an evangelist, well, a minister, just put it that way, conducting a meeting for me in 1947, last church I pastored. That he and his wife and two children, about the same age of our two, just a little, there's, we're a little bit older, stayed in the parsonage with us, ate with us, and I noticed when his wife came to, and at all times, She's just shaking, not she's afraid. I began to talk to him. Bless God, he said, the Bible said for women, wives to submit themselves to her husband. She's going to submit to me. I said, that's not what the Bible teaches. I got real plain with it. He didn't like it, but I did anyway. I said, your poor wife, bless her darling heart, is going to wind up with a nervous breakdown. You're going to be responsible for it. Doesn't mean for you to dominate her. She, she won't say a word at the table without your permission. One minister and his wife was talking to my wife and I. We went out to eat. I noticed she's very good, never said anything. Finally, we got to talking. My wife got to talking. And so she said, Brother Hagin, does a wife ever have any liberty to express herself? I said, certainly, go ahead and talk. He swelled up like a big baboon. If I'd gone by my fleshly inclination, I'd hit him in the mouth with my fist. I heard later that that poor lady had a nervous breakdown. They had to put her in an institution. Her husband responsible for it. Well, this same, this same minister I'm telling you about, conducted this meeting for me, and then he took a church passed it and built a new building. I left my church two years later, 49, and I went and held a revival eventually for him. And again, I, I, I talked to him. We got to discussing scripture one day at the table uh, after we'd eaten it, and we, uh, we spent the whole day practicing there discussing scripture. And, and I just simply brought other scriptures to him and so on. And I said to him, you're going to lose your whole family. Your children's going to think because, see, you're, you're, you should be a role model. They think God's like you are, hard. God's not hard, he's good. The Bible said he's good. Amen? And, and so in discussing scripture, I kept giving him other scriptures on other, other things. 
And the telephone rang. One of his parishioners had been rushed to the hospital and they were calling for him. So he went to the hospital. And when he left, his wife and his mother-in-law said that's the first time in 25 years that we ever heard him say, I could be wrong about anything. Well, he pastored that church for a while, but never could stay too long. He's too hard. He don't love people. He'll run them off instead of getting them in. So he went to another state and uh, built a church, started pioneered a new work. His son was the oldest. He graduated from high school. When his son graduated from high school, he said, goodbye, I'm gone. I've had enough of this. The next year, the daughter graduated from high school. She graduated from high school. She said, goodbye, I'm gone. I've had enough of this. When the two of them left, his wife said, Goodbye, I've had enough of this and left. (laughs) They found him dead in bed at age 43. You remember what Peter said there in 1 Peter, the third chapter? Talks about wives and then he talks about husbands living with them, you know. Lest your prayers be hindered. There's been two times in these years I've endeavored to get the healing for preachers, one of them in his 30s, the other in his 50s. And I kept praying. The Lord said to me, no, they're going to die. You say full gospel, Pentecostal, tongue talking, born again? Yeah, they're going to die. I said, Lord, why are they going to die? said they didn't treat their wives right. Well, if your prayers are hindered, I can't unhinder them. And nobody else can unhinder them. And then that's what it says. About the fourth, seventh verse, seventh verse of that third chapter of 1 Peter. See, we don't just take the part of the word that we like. It's all true. Amen. I said, amen. amen. Listen, now notice, let's read this again. Submitting yourselves to one another in the fear of God. Wives, submit yourselves unto your own husbands as unto the Lord. Now, you understand this. Listen to your husband. You understand this. When he said that, he's talking about where both husband and wife are saved. He's not talking about an unsaved husband and a saved wife. What in the world could an unsaved husband tell a saved wife? What in the world could a child of the devil tell a child of God? Huh? Are you going to listen to that unsaved husband? If you did that, you wouldn't even go to church. He wouldn't want you to go. I know the last church I pastored, a little redheaded woman. I don't think she weighed maybe around 100 pounds. Well, now she had, was married, had several children before she ever got saved. But she got saved, got filled with the Holy Ghost, bring her children to church. Her husband never did come, never came. I was pastor there four years altogether. He never came to one single service. But they tell me, I don't know, she didn't tell us, but other folks told her, said before she got saved, now he was a big guy. I don't mean fat, I mean he just big. He weighed over 200 pounds, 225, I think, pounds, just, just big. But they said that little woman about, about, about weighed about 100 pounds would whip him. I mean, he wouldn't bother her. They, they'd get drunk together. 
They're both unsafe. She'd take an iron skillet and knock him in the head. Well, she was telling my wife and I that he began to gripe about her coming to church. Well, why don't you just move your bed up there and live up there? She said, now, I don't go to church except when they have services. We have Wednesday night service, Sunday night service, Saturday night service, Sunday morning service, Sunday night. Times of revival. But she said, Jay, you're not here anyhow. You're off gambling with your friends. And he was. You're not here anyhow. And so I'm going to go. Well, she couldn't listen to him, could she? No, you oughtn't to go. So she said, I just really jokingly, she told my wife, and I said, I said, uh, one night, I said, we're sitting at the supper table eating. Kids around us, three or four of them. I said, Joe, Jay, I, I, I believe I'll just give up this religion business and go back to doing like I used to be. Living. He jumped up to, no, no, no. I, I like you like you are. Just, just stay like you are. I guess you'd get, get tired after a while getting it hit in the head with an iron skillet. And so she said, I thought that was a good opportunity. He said, I'll just stay like you are. And said, I said to him, Jay, we sat down here to the table and just started eating like a bunch of hogs. We ought to offer thanks for we. Yeah, yeah, he said, that's good. Why don't you do it? And then she said, I said, Jay, we never pray with the children. Of course, he's unsaved. Is he going to pray? Never read the Bible. We need to read the word and pray. With, yeah, he said, that's good. You go ahead and do it. Now, she's going to talk like that. She can listen to him. Amen. But she couldn't listen to him the way he was talking. Are you listening to me? You couldn't submit to some unsaved husband. What kind of idea did he have? Yet people have taken that verse, wives, submit yourself to your own husbands. Amen. They've taken that to mean husband, dominate your wife. She don't obey you, uh, let her have it. Like one minister said, five of we ministers from East Texas went to a national convention years ago in Grand Rapids, Michigan. And we were talking as we went along and one, one of these pastors said, bless God, he said, my wife knows I have to have three hot meals a day. If she don't have them ready, said there's hell to play. I made a middle note of that. I noticed at age 43, he's dead. And then some of the rest of them spoke up. There's only two of us out of the, well, three of us out of the five, really, I guess. One was a little mild. He spoke up. Yeah, he's dominating. I noticed he's dead at 54. But I noticed me and, I, and one of the other pastors, I don't know, I lost track of him. But the other pastor I preached for him, he is older than me. He's going to be with the Lord now because he's about, I guess, nearly 80, 90 years old. Hallelujah. You know, it pays to obey the scripture, whether you're husbands or wives or children. Amen, doesn't it? Amen. Praise God. Thank God. So, submitting yourselves one to another. Submitting yourselves one to another. Hallelujah. In the fear of God. In other words, listen to one another. 
get along with one another. Amen? You know if you're filled with the Spirit, praise God, you're easy to get along with. Those folks that are hard to get along with are not filled with the Spirit. Now, they may have gotten filled with the Spirit. They may be able to go back to some experience that they had back yonder years ago, but they're not present tense, filled with the Spirit. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. You can find more resources, including messages that expounds this week's subject. Our offer for this month is a two-DVD series from Kenneth E. Hagan entitled The Spirit-Filled Life. There are four DVDs in all. Some of the DVD titles are Five Facts About the Being Spirit-Filled and Characteristics of a Spirit-Filled Life and more. These two sets are normally priced for $53.90, but for this special offer, they're now $34.95. That's an $18.95 savings. Don't delay. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagen. But there's another big event taking place in September. That, oh, that is It's great. called KTF. That's that right. is your Kindle women's conference, Kindle the Flame. It's yes. going to be there September the 22nd through the 24th. Yes. And we're gearing up for it oh, already. Oh, yeah, I know. You it's and, gonna you be and, awesome, you and, awesome. And, and our daughter have been, yes. uh, y'all been working on that. And and, and this, the assistants in the office, our, our, our administrative assistants yes. have been working on that. So, That's right. You know, and, and when y'all start working on that, men, on that ladies' conference, I just <laughs> get out of the way. I mean. Tomorrow on Rama for Today, we'll continue Kenneth E. Hagan's life-changing message. That's tomorrow on Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan.